0: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy. And you have entered into The Fix. Say you don't know me. I recognize my face. Say you don't care who goes to that kind of place. Knee deep in the hoopla. Sinking in your fight. Too many Hello, thank you so much for joining us uh, in studio. Uh, We're always, always thrilled to uh, be a part of your recovery as you are part of, um, of mine. And uh, the entire team at uh, Recovery Guy wants to thank you. And uh, if you haven't been listening uh, very long, uh, Of course, JJ is our podcast engineer, and he makes sure that everything is dropped uh, accordingly and with good sound. And uh, we get that all prepped and send that off to uh, John Barker, who is an admin, website extraordinaire, administrator. He makes sure everything gets posted properly. And then, of course, my daughter, Jane, making sure that things are updated on social media. And then there's me, (laughs) the recovery guy who uh, has had the joy and the privilege of uh, being in this uh, life of recovery for almost 34 years, and it never, never gets old. Every day is a new opportunity. Some opportunities are more enjoyable than fun than others, but it's always an opportunity. And especially since we've been uh, doing these podcasts now uh, twice a week since since last August, I'm continually encouraged because it challenges me. Uh, the more I am accountable, the more I strive to do to make sure that my content uh, is relevant, uh, is, is across the board applicable because we all come from so many different places. So it really gets me out of a, a defined space where I want to de- be defined in terms of my approach to things through the audience that uh, that attends these podcasts and and you come from so many different backgrounds and so many different walks of life and so many different needs to become well and to become from broken to whole as we say here at this recovery movement that it encourages me to expand my mind and my thinking and my approach to My recovery, because I know how we affect each other uh, subsequently as we share our experience, strength, and hope with you. And today is no different. Today's topic uh, podcast is called Finding Your Way. Finding your way might be the most important thing we do after we decide to stop the behavior, the destructive behavior that is uh, bringing us such a negative a response in life. Um, finding your way. how we find our way and what we do along the way will determine really the the quality, and certainly the quantity of our sobriety and our recovery. So I had a friend of mine named John. And John, um, in the evangelical realm, he would say, Robert, I, I have to uh, get them lost before I can help them get saved. Isn't that an interesting perspective? A person has to realize their depravity before we come to the realization that we are bankrupt, before we would be willing to do the things. That's why in in all forms of recovery, secular, 12-step, Buddhist, um, Transcendental Meditation, Baha'i Faith, Christianity, uh, Judaism, uh, you name it, uh, uh, with Muslims, everyone needs to understand where they're at without the source of hope that the particular religion or pros to wellness promotes. So that's why in step one, going back to a 12-step format, we have to understand how powerless we were over that substance and how unmanageable our life had become. Because if we don't, then why would we do the remaining 11 steps that are required for recovery? Or at least the next nine, because when we get to step 10, uh, we are recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And according to the plan of recovery, and AA, and so on. Then steps 10, 11, and 12 are essentially maintenance steps that we do every day to help ensure that we stay recovered. So you and I need to feel we have gotten off path or got lost before we would ever need to find our way because who would think that would need to find their way if they were on their way, right? So what does it mean to be lost? Because again, if if I'm not lost, why would I need to find my way? If I went to you and said, hey, uh, I, I think I want to help you find your way or you need to find your way, you're going to look at me and say, well, why? I'm not lost. Why? My life is fine. Why? Why are you coming to me and sharing with me, obviously, something that you need for you? Why are you putting this on me? Why is there this transference going on between what's happened in your life and you're wanting me to own something that you obviously, right? You can see where that conversation would go. But if I observe you or you come to me and say, I think I'm lost, or I notice some things and I say, hey, hey, friend, I've noticed these things in your life and you seem to be off your path. I think you need to find your way. And at that point, you can agree or disagree. And hopefully, if it is true, you would agree. So you can then find your way and get to that life that you would like to live that would elude so many of us while we're out there doing what we do to get us in the condition that we would need recovery in the first place. So being lost is... Having gone astray or missed the way, according to dictionary.com, having gone astray or missed the way, bewildered as to place or direction. Wow. That, does that describe you as good as it did me? My goodness, that's straight out of my story. I had gone astray. I'd been astray for a long time. And I was certainly missed the way. I missed the way I couldn't get back on. We, we try to get back on along the way, but we keep missing the way. Well, I was missing the way because I was drunk. I was high. I was involved in other negative behaviors, which were as a direct result of that drinking and using. There was no way I could get back onto the path because I was operating as a person without sight. I was bewildered as to my place and my direction. That's why step one in understanding how powerless and my life had become unmanageable, how easing that was for me, especially after I relapsed after 71 days. I thought I had it together. I thought I had enough physical sobriety that I could sort of... Uh, Treat, um, you've heard me share this before, the plan of recovery like you would a buffet, right? Where you go to Sizzler or another buffet and you're picking and choosing what you want and what you think is good for you. And of course, I'm going to ignore the things that might not taste that good, but what are best for me, right? So that's how my plan of recovery went for my first 71 days. And then when I came back and I realized that even that option was taken from me, I knew how lost I was. So then I needed to find, right? I love what it says in the 12 steps. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road to happy happy destiny. To give freely of what you find. Well, finding means to locate, attain. Or I love this, obtain by search or effort wow by search or effort what i have obtained today which is a sense of recovery which is being happy joyous and free which is being overpaid in every area of life with having a relationship with god as i understand god as a christian i'm overwhelmed with love and mercy i'm i'm i have a, obtained a A marriage that is vibrant and alive and relationships with my children and a, and a good reputation in the community and a valued employee and, and someone who goes to bed at night and feels good about who they are and what they've done and excited about the next day. If I'm granted another day, these are things that I've obtained by searching and my effort. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. How are you in that area? Have you ever been lost or are you lost now? I have so many wonderful friends who were lost and they're finding their way. I have a friend of mine who just celebrated 30 days of recovery. I have a, another friend who just celebrated 91 days yesterday. Another friend who just celebrated a 67 days yesterday. Then, of course, there's, there's Chaz and there's Tess and there's Wendy and there's Angela and there's Chris and there's Mary and there's Will. There's other people who have been sober and clean for years and loving. <coughs> and they're searching still because we will always search. I will always search. I always want to obtain more, but I know what my path is there is a particular joy that comes when we find out who we are. And that is one of the things that I needed to do in order to find my way. And it's what you will need to do in order to find your way. And there's a joy that, as the Bible would say, is indescribably wonderful. And even in the big book, It talks about that on page 17 of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. It is indescribably wonderful. We are like passengers on this ship when joy in escape from disaster. It's really pretty crazy. We find our way, we have escaped from disaster. Our joy does not subside, it says, as we go our own individual ways. Because you know what? You and I are joined. I don't know if I'll ever meet any of you. Some of you I know. We've already connected your live local to me, or we FaceTimed, or we're friends on Facebook or other social media platforms, Instagram, and so we know each other most of them I've never even met. I've never met Angela but you would never know it. Her and I are fantastic friends. The same with Wendy. I know Chris, I know Mary I know Tess I I, I know uh, Chaz um, but for most of you, I know Sarah, but for the most of you I I don't know and I'll never meet you. but we are joined aren't we? We are joined in this agreement of recovery. We have, Or we are finding our way. One of the most exciting things about finding my way was realizing that I wasn't what I did. You with me? I'm not denying what I did, I just wasn't that person. That's not who I was. I wasn't identified by what I did, even though I thought I was for so many years. We did what we did because of who we thought we were, not who I was, who I thought I was. We lost our way, which means now I need to find my way. And if you've lost your way, guess what you need to do if you haven't already? Now, we come into recovery and we're introduced to a path and others who made the journey we hope to make. And for the real successful ones, they're still on the journey themselves. You, you heard the litany of names of the giants who went before me who are still at this thing called recovery. They're still practicing the principles and all their affairs. My dear friend, Jack, who was my sponsor uh, for 33, actually 32 of my, of almost 34 years of personal recovery. And, and Jack died of cancer, clean and sober, with 44 years of personal recovery, Jack was on the path on earth while he was uh, transported to a path that uh, he will now take in heaven. Have you ever seen the movie Hook with Robin Williams? I hope you have and, and I hope I entice you enough or intrigue you enough to go back to look at it With an eye of recovery, I think I've shared with you before about uh, the Wizard of Oz and Dorothy's journey and, and, and how I can relate that and we can relate that to our recovery path. Great story. If you've never watched the Wizard of Oz as a person of recovery, I invite you, I encourage you, I implore you to do so because the insights are unbelievably strong and relevant. So the movie Hook, God rest his soul, Robin Williams, one of the greatest comedic and really serious dramatic actors of all times. He, Robin had a way of, of taking his comedic genius and forming it into a drama that was very believable and engaging. And it's on full display in Hook. Well, if you know the story, Robin Williams plays the role of Peter Banning, who is this very stuffy, serious adult who needed to recall who he was and find his way back to his purpose in life. Do you remember that? And again, if you haven't seen it, go watch it with this in mind. Again, he had become stuffy. He had become stale. He had lost his way. He had forgotten who he was. And and if we don't know who we are, how can we know what our way is? Because we are to be the person of our way, We, again, have to be in alignment. We have to be who we are supposed to be while we are doing what we are supposed to be doing simultaneously. We know Peter was lost in the movie because when confronted with who he was, he denied it to the point of risking his own life. Really interesting. Remember that with you and me in recovery? We were so lost when people tried to tell us what they were seeing us do and become wasn't who we were. We denied it and we sank deeper and deeper in our addiction and we almost lost our life. Many of us, many did lose their life. We all know people who along the way didn't make it. They denied the reality of who they were to the point of death and how sad and tragic that is. It is, a, it is a, a form of suicide. Death by addiction is a form of suicide. It's not as immediate as pulling the trigger or taking the pills or other ways that people kill themselves by but we're still killing ourselves. We are still taking our own life. There's a part in the movie when Peter goes back to Neverland because he wants to save his children and because Hook has taken them, right? So he goes back to Neverland and Tinkerbell has three days to prepare him for the, the fight of his lifetime with Captain James Hook. Remember? He's got this fight played by Dustin Hoffman, incredible, incredible role that Dustin plays. But he goes back to Neverland. He needs to fight Captain Hook. Tinkerbell needs to prepare him, and he's got three days to be prepared. And he goes back to Neverland, and he encounters the Lost Boys. Anyway, Peter doesn't believe he is Peter Pan. People are telling him, you are Peter Pan. He doesn't believe he's Peter Pan any more than any of the Lost Boys do, especially this character named Rufio, who's kind of like the head of the Lost Boys. So here's this part of the movie where Rufio draws this line, and, and Tinkerbell is challenging the Lost Boys to help Peter get in shape and remember that he is the Pan so he can confront Captain Hook and get his children back. So Rufio draws this line and he says, anyone who doesn't believe that this is Peter Pan, come over to this side. Well, most everyone does. And one of the youngest Of the boys. And if you've seen this, you know where I'm going. And if you haven't, go watch this movie. So, one of the youngest boys begins to examine Peter Banning. And when I say examine, I mean examine. Peter is just on his knees, and this little boy is looking right up in his face. And he's squeezing his face. And after many minutes of looking at him by squeezing and examining and pinching his eyes and and going over what looks like every inch of his face, the little boy says, Oh, there you are, Peter. For me, it was the highlight of the movie. I so totally relate this to my recovery. I had lost sight of every important and positive thing about me. You know what I'm at? You know where I'm coming from? Had you lost who you were? Have have you ever lost your way so badly that finding your way seemed impossible? We'd gone so far astray. So when that little boy, after examining Peter Banding, Banding said, Oh, there you are, Peter. And he realized who he was. And it was at that moment that he realized that he had work that needed to be done. Know what I mean? It wasn't until I'd been working a program of recovery for for several months that I began to see myself in a positive light. Then one day, I looked in the emotional mirror of self-reflection and I stated, oh, there you are, Robert. I'll never forget that day, what it did for me, how I went from that afraid person wondering if I could ever find my way to be secured that the way I was on Was the right way. How about you? How about you? Have you discovered who you are? Have you ever looked in that emotional mirror of self reflection and said, Oh, there you are, Kayla. Oh, there you are, Peter. Oh, there you are, Aaron. Oh, there you are, Wendy, Angela, Tess, Chaz, Susie. Name the name. Make it yours. The emotional mirror of sec- self-reflection requires us to decide who we are for us to find our way. Have you found your way? Have you been to that place where you even realized that you were lost? That you needed to be found? Because if you don't think you're lost and you think your way is right, then really you have nothing to find. But if But if by chance you examine your life and you realize that you're not who you ought to be, you're not doing what you ought to be doing, you're not where you should be at, you're not who you should be with, there's some things out of alignment. Your relationship with God isn't what it ought to be. You need to find your way back to that spiritual relationship. Remember, we have the four dimensions or domains, the mental, the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual. Do you need to find your way back to any or all of those ways? Or are you so lost you didn't even know you were? (laughs) There was an adage that I read years ago, and it said, I'm so far behind, I think I'm first. Know what I mean? Been there, done that. (laughs) I didn't stick around for the t-shirt, right? Oh, there you are, Robert. Can you say that for yourself? Have you done that self-examination in that emotional mirror? Where are you at along your way? Are you finding your way? Can I help you find your way? You know I'm available. You know on my platforms on Instagram and Facebook and my website, recoveryguide.org. you know you've got my email address, you've got my cell phone, you've got my Facebook connection, you can hit me through Messenger, you can DM me through Instagram. And for those of you who have reached out to me, you know I get back to you. And for those of you who haven't, Give it a try. Help me help you. We are so valuable to each other. And one day, if it hasn't been already, you will realize that you too can find your way. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Robert and I am recovery guy.